0: Hello! Welcome to let's fucking talk i'm lauren did anyone else almost pass away during mercury and retrograde or was it just me um i always say like i kind of take all my beliefs with a grain of salt because at the end of the day no one really knows what the hell is going on in this earth um and i've always been very cautious to not replace like religion with spirituality quote-unquote um because ultimately it's all the same thing if applied in the same manner where you're just like 100% sure that your beliefs are 100% true so you know like astrology all that stuff I personally think it's fun and I think a lot of it seems to be pretty valid and if nothing else, it's a great excuse for these random mental breakdowns. <laughs> so Mercury has been in retrograde. It just ended this week, and it makes me feel better that I can at least be like, maybe it was the planets, because what the fuck has been going on? Um, I kind of just want to dump my thoughts here, because as always, the purpose of this show is to this show, this podcast, is to make people feel seen and heard. So I will expose my craziness so that you can understand that you're not really that crazy and we're all living some version of this. So, wow, what a time it's been. I have just felt so... It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. Um, A lot of the times over the last, I would say two years, I've felt so like confident because I've achieved a lot of personal goals. Um, A lot of personal, like a lot of, really just romantic things have been absolutely in shambles for a couple years, and I've, you know, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know the deal. Um, But from like a personal goal perspective I have been really like doing so well and it's you know done a lot for my confidence and I just feel like I've lost touch with that recently like kind of feels like everything is at a standstill like things aren't growing the way they were with like my business and finances and obviously when stuff like that slows down it's very nerve-wracking and I'm definitely someone who tries to exert control over those things and it's why I'm kind of like always working multiple jobs and like trying to control a positive outcome in those areas. But it's just kind of felt like it doesn't really matter what I'm doing. Like it's just not the time. And I've kind of accepted it as a moment of rest, and something that I have really been reflecting on the last week is that desperation is always the wrong energy frequency. So I realized I was getting into a state of desperation, and I was so in my mind for the last couple... Honestly, it's been probably a couple of months, but it's been really strong, the last four to six weeks, and I was just so in my head, constantly trying to find solutions, and, like, trying to find answers, and trying to force ideas to come to fruition, and, like, that's not how creativity works, that's not how manifestation works, and I realized I had this desperate energy, and that just creates more desperation, like, you're not gonna get results with that energy, So obviously with the help of my therapist, shout out Wendy, she kind of reframed things for me and when things aren't happening, take it as a moment of rest and sometimes what's happening in the bigger scheme of things is there are bigger things coming for you and you need this time of rest and kind of just like mental peace where there's not too much going on. Um, but obviously it can feel really unsettling, especially if you're someone who's very goal oriented and, you know, knows that they have like things to deliver to the world. And I'm like, when does it get to happen? Um, so if you've been feeling that could be mercury and retrograde, could be just your natural path right now, and we all just need to be a little bit more accepting of those times, and we're so much in a society of, like, we think everyone else is doing all these things, mainly because of social media, um, but if you get, like, on the honest side of social media and start to follow people who talk like me, you'll realize that, like, everyone's going through their stuff regardless of what it looks like, (laughs) from the outside. So that's been going on. Um, Now I've been in a situation where I have been given the opportunity to practice um, some different ways of relating to people and to connections. And I wanted to share that. Um, because I'm definitely someone who has codependent tendencies and I've been realizing a lot, um, what I've done previously, um, both in friendships, romantic relationships, and I think we are gifted opportunities to learn all the time and it's just what we do with them that matters. So... I'm going to share some ideas I've come up with and they've been really helping me to feel like more grounded and more in tune with myself. So, first thing is to talk about how much I've been in my head lately. Um, it is and you might not know this, if you're someone who has like anxiety, you might be so used to this that it feels normal. Um, Or if you don't struggle with these issues as much, you'll definitely agree that like that's not normal. But I am in my head and there is a voice chatting 24 hours of the fucking day. And it's gotten so severe over the last four to six weeks that I truly felt disassociated in my own body. Because you cannot be in your head and in your body at the same time. It is not possible. So, really, the ideal situation is being in your body as often as possible and getting into your mind when you do need to think things through. But so many of us are in the absolute reverse of that. And we're in our head all the time and we just think it's normal because we've probably been in a state of fight or flight for who knows how long and our mind chatting like that is a coping mechanism. And it's a way of thinking that we're sorting things out or thinking things through or coming up with ideas or fixing things. And it's actually just like a neurosis and it will drive you insane. And it's been so bad for me the last four to six weeks that I'd have random moments of being like, I need to check in with my body. And I would check in with my body and I could literally feel that I hadn't been there in days, which is a very weird experience (laughs) to feel like. I don't even know what I've been doing the last few days. Like, I've just been floating through life. Like, yeah, I've been working. Yeah, I've been going to the gym. Who the fuck was that? Like, who was even making my body move? Because I was so fully living in my head that my body was probably just on autopilot. And being in your body is the ultimate state of being present. So if you are not in tune with your body and you are only in your head, you are not being present whatsoever and if you can kind of take some time to reflect on that you will be able to feel the difference of being in your body versus being in your mind um so I'll share the tip and trick I've been practicing the last week or so since I went to therapy and it's definitely made a big difference and I just feel like a lot um, more at peace this week than I have in a while so first off and I know we've all heard it if you are into these types of topics you've heard this a thousand times but like the best way to get into your body is with your own breath and it's just a hundred percent true so I've just been practicing awareness um and not just letting that voice run rampant but being aware of when it starts and when it starts I take a huge deep breath and you can't possibly take a huge deep breath and not become aware of your body so, I'll do that to kind of get into my body, and then I'll do a quick body scan. Like, I'll just tune into how different parts of my body are feeling. Like, oh, my arms are feeling sore from working out. And, um, I don't know, my stomach feels, like, really relaxed, because a lot of times I have, like, just stress living in my stomach. Or, I have some tension in my chest. Like, just tuning into your body gets you out of that space. And how my therapist kind of worded it was that it's just a practice of as often as you can getting out of your head and into your body, it will slowly start to switch so that you're more in your body more often. Um, It's kind of like the practice of stopping negative thoughts as well. Like When you hear it, you stop, you pause, and you kind of reverse the negative thought with a positive thought and it's with that repetition of doing that that it becomes more natural but it's definitely like something you need to be aware of so that's something that's helped me a lot this last week and I feel way more present and in my body and just more at peace and like I'm just letting go of this overthinking and overanalyzing because there's just not, there's not much we have control over at the end of the day, (laughs) besides the way we internalize all of these exterior things. So, that's kind of the first thing that I've been implementing to go about some connections differently and kind of changing my patterns. It's just being more in my body and not so much in my head. Um, but, I for sure am who I am. So I do a lot of thinking either way. And I've had some really interesting and what I think are cool observations. So I'm more and more aware of how codependent I am. And codependency for me is kind of Manifested itself as always being aware of other people to an extent that it overwhelms me, and I start to take on other people's issues as my own or as something I need to fix or address, which is silly. Everyone's responsible for themselves. I can't possibly be in charge of everybody. So, um, sometimes in connections, you know, dynamics shift. Things change. Um, You might have a friendship where you go through phases of talking often and then not talking for a week or two. And if you're codependent, you understand the feeling of immediately going to like, is something wrong? Should I be doing something? Should I reach out? And I found myself in that situation where I felt a dynamic shift And that typically triggers my codependent behavior. And the main differences that I've put into practice with this situation was, first of all, being aware of it versus being bothered by it. So, yes, I am a hyper-aware person, which really just stems from anxiety. And I do notice subtle shifts in dynamics. Uh, with, you know, friends, romantic partners, anyone. I can feel when something is different. And if you know that feeling, it's a struggle because sometimes absolutely nothing is going on. And then you sound like a Looney Tune if you bring it to them because it's like something has to be different. We haven't talked for a week when we used to talk every day. And sometimes people are just have their own thing going on. Sometimes you're right, but sometimes people have their own thing going on. So it's very exhausting to get wrapped up in those feelings. So I've been practicing more awareness of those things as opposed to taking them on and being like, this is something now that I have to do something about. So typically my pattern when, you know, I notice someone's behavior change towards me is, you know, reaching out. One, trying to get, like, validation and comfort, so reaching out in hopes that they answer me and I get that little dopamine hit of, like, okay, they answered me, so, like, everything's fine. Or reaching out to be, like, hey, is something going on? And I think there's some connections and instances where it's absolutely okay to reach out and say, hey, I've noticed X, Y, Z, like, is something going on? But I've really decided to save that for, like, maybe, like, my closest family and, like, my absolute best friends. Because other than that, why am I reaching out to have someone explain their feelings to me? Like, I am very much someone who, if there is an issue for me or I'm feeling a certain way, No one has to worry about mysteries with me. I'll reach out and say, hey, do you have some time to talk? Like, I've been feeling X, Y, Z. It's why I've been a little bit distant, or whatever the case might be. So why would I allow, like, people's little mysteries (laughs) to affect me and put me into this action mode, this codependent mode, where I'm like, I need to know what's go I need to like make sure they're okay and I need to fix it like no we are at this point all adults and really the only like I just I want to my standards to be I just want what I give in return so anyone who has any kind of connection with me knows the way I function and knows that they will always know where I stand To the point where if even if I'm having, like, a cranky day, Emery, which you guys all know, I talk to them so often throughout the day that when we talk, if I know I'm in a mood, I will say, by the way, I woke up in a mood today. So that if, God forbid, it's coming across, like, they know to be like, oh, yeah, she mentioned she's having a cranky day. So, like, this has nothing to do with me. She already mentioned it. And I think that creates a real safety in connections where you can be like very sure of the fact that you will know where this person stands with you and where this person stands with themselves. And there's not really any mysteries. And I think that's just what creates safety. Um, we all have bad moods. We all have weeks where we're just not in the mood to talk. And the only thing that I think is fair to ask is that it's communicated. So I have definitely had days and weeks where I literally don't want to pick up the phone so I will I will say that. I will say I am in a weird mood. I don't even have the strength to speak out loud. So then everyone knows it's fully a me thing. It has nothing to do with you. You don't have to question, like, did you do something wrong? Like, because I so much know how that feels. So I try to give peace of mind to people. And also it's a gift to yourself because it frees you from having to act a certain way or cross your own boundaries you know, to be friendlier or be more cheery or talk when you literally don't feel like it. So it's really a gift for everyone involved if you can just communicate what's going on with you. So I found myself in that situation where I noticed a shift in someone's behavior and my initial thought was, the initial thought was to reach out to get the validation. Like, I just want this person to like, Respond to something. So then I can be like. Oh oh everything's fine. I'm just being silly. But. When I observed that that was the reason. I decided not to. Because I cannot be seeking. Validation and comfort outside of myself. Like everyone's living their own life. And someone's behavior shift. Should not now become. My focus for the day. And then my second. Fallback you know, answer here, was to reach out and ask, like, hey, is something going on? Which, again, there are moments where that's okay. I'm not trying to say you should never check in with anyone ever again, because sometimes people need the extra push or help to communicate their feelings. Um, So, you know, that is okay, and it's, you know, we all know our situations, and we all are capable of gauging when is the right time to do that. But, In this situation, I feel it's not the right time to do that. And I feel that I have created a space in that connection where everyone involved should know that the door is always open for communication. And that I am a safe space to bring things to if there is a problem. So I'm not going to reach out and ask what's going on. If someone has something that's going on with them or that they're feeling... It is their responsibility to bring that to me. And if they don't, the only thing I can assume is everything is fine. And it's not for me to be focused on or to fix. So that's been like very powerful for me. And on that same path, I have decided just in general that... I'm going to meet people wherever they are. I have the tendency to want to kind of drag people along to a healthier, in quotes, space, or drag them to meet me where I am. And that's not noble. It's not healthy. It's not cute. It's a deliberate like ignoring of where someone is in their life so you know I think matching people's energy and meeting them where they are is one of the best ways to preserve your own energy and so many of us are guilting of wanting more out of a friendship out of a romantic connection out of our parents and if that's one-sided why do you really want that? Like just meet people where they are and in that space the way they present themselves now the choice you have is does this work for me or not? So sometimes based on what type of connection it is I'm okay with someone who can give a little less or who's not in a space to meet me where I might ideally want someone to be. Like it's for you to figure out, does that work for me right now? And if it does in this moment, awesome. And it's one of those things that you don't have to tie yourself to. If today it works for you and tomorrow it doesn't, perfect. Then tomorrow when you decide this no longer works for me, you can have that conversation or communicate that. But I've just decided to retire that codependent behavior of constantly like, trying to educate people or trying to push people on like a path of growth and self-awareness because first of all it's not my job and second of all it just comes off like no one likes someone who's like lecturing them or trying to teach them when no one asked for it and I've been super guilty of that in the past And ultimately, it also never works. So it's quite truly a waste of everybody's time and my energy also. So, like, when you're interacting with people, who they are just like that is who they are. The stories they share, the feelings they share, you know. More often than not, people are pretty honest about where they are if you just listen, and if you take their behavior and their words at face value, where we all get caught up is people's potential and the fantasy of, oh, I can see that this person is just like one step away from being this ideal friend, partner, parent, whatever it is. So we get stuck to that idea and then we are constantly let down. And then we're also constantly putting this person down because They're never meeting your needs, whatever they might be, Um, and it's because who the fuck said they wanted to meet your needs? Like, people are where they are, and they will grow as they want to, when they want to, and it's not for you to wait around for, it's not for you to try to accelerate, Um, it's just for you to observe. Like, we all need to be better at just observing people in the exact spot they're in, and with Only that information making a choice on how you'd like to proceed with that interaction. Not what they could be tomorrow. Not what you think they mean. Like, especially codependent people, we are so guilty of, like, trying to twist people's words or thinking that we know better than they do. Um, Or thinking like, oh, they said that, but I know actually what they want is X, Y, Z. I know I'm guilty of that, and it is silly as hell. <laughs> so, um, I think from my last relationship, that's where I really got that lesson. I truly was in a situation for nine years because I could see a potential, and I thought that by dragging this guy by his fucking hair, you know, not real, not not actually, but <laughs> figuratively speaking, dragging him by the hair. To my to where I was that that was gonna be helpful, and it never was because people can only meet you as deeply as they want to, like they they just can't exceed their own limit so um i'm I've had some situations recently where I've been able to practice these things, and it is life changing for your energy expenditure for your heart, for expectations, for feeling disappointed by people. Um, it's just a really good way to keep yourself in check. So I wanted to share those thoughts. Um, I feel like I had other things to talk about, but maybe I'll just make a new episode. I kind of I forgot, you know? So happy end of Mercury in retrograde. I hope you're all alive because jesus christ i barely made it through but we're here and um it might have just been therapy it might have nothing to do with mercury and retrograde so i have to give wendy credit too because that girl saves me every time but yes i hope those thoughts are helpful to someone i think um those are themes that a lot of people i know and obviously myself have struggles with so That's how I'm getting through these times, being in my body as much as possible, seeing people for where they are, um, and monitoring that codependent need to fix or, um, find resolution or find problems. So that's all for today. Uh, love you guys and we will talk soon.